Tabletop Radio Hour, your podcast for everything tabletop. My name's Zach, and this week I have my co-hosts Mark and Steve. Mark, how are you today? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing fairly well, thank you. Awesome. And Steve? Yeah, reasonably well as well. Very nice. It looks like everyone is well. That's three wells. Yeah, I think we're uh, off to a good well, start. Well, well, <laughs> What do we have here? <laughs> Oh, but this week we will be continuing our story in Flash, Bash, and Panache. Uh, again, it is it is still uh, my GM session, so um, I believe we will do a little bit of a recap. Um, I If I recall, Steve did the last recap. Let's make yep. Mark do this recap. Okay, sounds reasonable. So, um... <laughs> Buckle up. Basically, folks. here we go. Uh, that was a pretty pretty straightforward session. We uh, we were getting uh, we were camping. Uh, we were continuing on our way uh, towards the Draconizen Mountains, and uh, we were uh, approached by a group of people who turned out to be the same group that uh, Mateo and Nathaniel had uh, broken up uh, trying to uh, attack a church uh, back in that was back in Avalon, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yes, it was. But turned out the group were was actually looking for uh, um, Ryan, and uh, they were a, a group that he belonged to apparently, and they wanted to uh, um, they wanted to get him uh, for uh, some some official uh, group business. Uh, the group turning out to be De Kreutzer, is the uh, secret society that Ryan has. Uh, been a part of um ryan was allowed to take uh um mateo and nathaniel along uh, where they went to this large uh beowulf style uh <laughs> um meeting hall and uh mateo glad you caught the reference yes yes i did very very much um mateo uh mateo uh, enjoyed the party very much and Absolutely. uh <laughs> Uh, Ryan went in to meet with uh, some of the higher ups, uh, taking Nathaniel in him with him as kind of his proxy, and um, Ryan uh, expressed his uh, desire to uh, leave De Kreutzer. Um, well, it turns out there's some some rituals and some uh, secret society type things that he has to go through to uh, to take part of this. So. Um, but uh, they agreed, and uh, Ryan went off to do that, uh, leaving Mateo and Nathaniel to go off uh, uh, on their own. Uh, but before before leaving, Ryan handed uh, uh, Nathaniel and Mateo his uh, his mysterious tome and mentioned that there was a new uh, a new section that had appeared in there. So Nathaniel and Mateo left off, set up camp, and began reading the um, reading the new uh, installment, which seems to have some uh, 
interesting bits about uh, uh, Ellie. magician and Ellie, and uh, we're about to find out more about it, I hope. <laughs> nope, that's it for this episode. <laughs> oh, oh, and, and, and now I'm up next, right? Okay, great. <laughs> Where gotta... do you find time to plan these amazing epics? <laughs> <laughs> It just comes to me. It's, just, it's a gift. <laughs> oh man! But yes. Um, so as they all they they sit down and um, and take a look at at the uh, at the book and at the story, the um, the writer starts telling this this story like like uh mark had said before about a magician about a lost kingdom and about a woman named ellie okay this story is called the crystal coffin It it tells you very um you know a very a very broad version of the story. Um but the author says if you want to experience this story for yourself, she gives you the location of a hidden structure. Not far from your current location. Okay. Um, can you maybe give me an overview of the broad story that it told us when I read the book? Um, yeah, it, it pretty much told you that this, um, this magician had, had, um, captured this woman, Ellie, um, and in some way had magically sealed her into a crystal coffin. Mm. It also says that, um, you know, that this, this lost kingdom was essentially downsized, shall I say. Did, did the book use the word downsized? <laughs> <laughs> sure. No, <Okay. laughs> no, no. no. <clears throat> um, it explains it as the magician magically shrunk this kingdom. Okay. Into a essentially model sized box. So like, basically uh, we're going to be running into uh dwarves and a girl in a glass coffin. No. Okay. No, not at all. Okay. We're going to run into like a really tiny kingdom. Like we're actually looking for a kingdom itself. That's this itty bitty thing. Oh, okay. Yes. It's like a men in black thing. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Now I'm like, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, but that's that's kind of the the general gist of of what um what the story has told you. Awesome. And it's close by. Uh can we get there and by. back within 2 days? 
You can get there within an hour. Oh, that's really close. It's very <laughs> like close. we're on top of this thing. We actually made a camp on top of this glass coffin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you look under you. You dig in the dirt a little bit. It, nothing shiny, so you're fine. <laughs> Mateo's like, I oh, sorry, I wasn't paying attention when I made the camp. Okay. Um, let's go. This sounds yeah. great. Oh. Um, do you want to do you want to go this evening or do you want to go in the morning? We only have two because days. Let's get going now. Let's get going you know, now. Perfect. I slept. I re- slept on the horse last night. Oh yeah, you're right. So, you didn't get any sleep at all. So okay, that's understandable. Yeah. Okay. And then, then he slept about an hour before uh, DeKreutzer came and woke them up. Very true. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're probably a bit jet so, yeah. And Mateo is completely <laughs> unsympathetic to this, but okay, fine. Of course. Yeah. But I'm I'm sure he's feeling. You know, as he's sobering up, he's feeling tired, more tired and more tired. Um, Actually, yeah, he's been drinking all morning, so he can probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he exactly. could use some downtime, too. OK, that's cool. But yeah, like, we'll I, like I said, it was about 10, 11 o'clock in the evening. Um, and so, yeah, you all you all. Uh, you know, switch watches every once in a while here and just so you all can get some sleep and, and stay safe. OK. Um. But a, a very uneventful evening of sleep, and you all uh, you all get up in the morning and, and pack up the camp. Sounds all. good. Um, I'm I am assuming you all are taking your horses, of course. Yes, of course, definitely. Um, so yeah, yeah, you you all head out, and um, you all head east of the road this time. Hmm. You know, okay. Where the the De Kreutzer house was um was west of the road of course. Okay. Um you you head that direction and this area that you're that you're going through is a very a, a very heavy wooded area. Um if they're local to Detroit or Central, I'm thinking we're probably safe from griffins. <laughs> you 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 can assume so. Yeah, definitely. But um yeah, it's a very heavy wooded area. Not a lot of paths going through. You all have to somewhat make your own paths. Okay. Um, but, you know, as, as you walk, as you keep walking, you s- start seeing evidence of buildings that were once there. Houses in the woods, so we're like walking through sort of a, an abandoned, village? almost like ruins, almost ruins, like ruins okay. of yeah. Okay. Um, but not they're they're not very tall ruins. Um, it's not like there are walls that are thirty feet high. You meaning know, that is... they weren't made for humans, or meaning that it's they're just really run down. Really run down, it seems. Okay. As if. You know, the only thing that was left to ruin was a, a very small portion of these walls. Okay. Like there, there wasn't, there weren't whole buildings left to ruin. If that makes sense. Okay. If it doesn't, it should later. I think so. Sure. <laughs> um, as you keep going, you see, you see, um, you know, more and more of these ruins, and and you see, um. In in not too far of the distance, you see a very large stag 
kind of standing, almost looking at you all. Okay. And after a moment goes by, it um, it it spooks a little bit from something, and uh, and runs the other direction. Nothing, nothing big, you know. It just it just sounded like uh, like maybe there was a a wolf or a, you know something something. Do the instructions that we're following? Do they tell us to go past this village or? Like, is this village where we're supposed to be? Uh, it says go past. Okay. But not far. Okay. Um, and and you, you say village, it, it seems much bigger than a village. Okay. It doesn't seem like a small eight-home thing. It seems like a, a fairly large. Because the, the woods you are in are very, very large. Okay. Like, there's a lot of... Space. Um, seems like there's 20, 30, 40 houses. Hmm. Okay. Quite a bit. Quite a lot. But, um, so yeah, as you, as you... So a town. <laughs> yes. Definitely. Okay. Definitely a town. Not a village. Um, as, you, as you keep going, you... Um, you assume you are getting, you know, closer and closer to the structure. Um, and then you see the stag once again. Hmm. Just kind of walking around. It looks over over at you. Doesn't seem too spooked by you all and your horses. I kind of, I wave. This seems like, is this, uh, uh, I, I kind of elbow Nathaniel and I say, is this like your, uh, your, uh, uh, your she friends? She friends? If we were back home, I don't I think maybe. Seems like she's trying to lead us somewhere. Hmm. Head okay. towards her slowly. Him or him, stag, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're fine. You're Male fine. stag, really? Well, okay, sure. Um <laughs> Yeah, head towards stag. him. Um a bunch of slowly, non threateningly, yeah. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Um it just kind of walks. It's like it's almost like it's pacing. Is um, it leading us somewhere? It seems to be, mm-hmm. yeah. but you're not sure because okay. it doesn't seem to have like a direct path. But it's like walking around almost in a general direction. Okay. Well, if we start um, heading towards it, see it. You know, does that does it start yeah. moving off? It, uh, it just kind of keeps pace with you. Um, just kind of walking around, doing almost like a, you know, just a trudge. Okay. Just in a in a general forward direction, really not going to anywhere specific. Okay. Okay. Continue um, where we're going then, I guess. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, a few more moments goes by, and... Um, And you, you both hear a voice. Um, it seems like it's coming from a specific direction, like from a specific place. Uh, it says, 
Step in without fear. No harm shall befall you. Almost echoing. Like a cave, almost. Okay. Where is it coming from? It says step in, meaning there's a doorway or something that we're supposed to be stepping into. Um, as you kind of look in the direction that the voice came from, you see that there is, um, there is a structure. Okay. Yeah. At this point, I'm going to stop, get off the horse and tie the horse off somewhere and proceed on foot. Absolutely. Tell us, tell us about this structure. Um, the structure, it seems very man-made. Um, like all of the stone is polished, all of, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's finished. Okay. Is it, I, um, it's, it's a building of some sort then? It is. Um, but it's, it's all stone. It's uh, maybe a good two story building, but not necessarily a building. Um, it almost seems like it's carved into almost a, a natural stone structure. But all of all of the externals, you know, the the front facade, shall I say? Mm-hmm. No, it's not a facade. Um, <laughs> uh, what what you can see here is mostly finished. So, um, squares, it... stone, tiles, almost on the inside. Um, on uh, on the outside, it is it is there is a uh, a door. Oh, okay. So it wasn't designed to like look like a mountain or something, like a hill or no. Okay. Okay. No, it is. It is a structure made inside of said hill. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. um yeah. Let's let's check it out. Okay. Yeah. Look at uh, Mateo and shrug and kind of <laughs> yeah. towards the door. <laughs> That's that's your natural progression of what to do. Look at Mateo, <laughs> pretty much, and shrug, <laughs> yeah. and then keep going. Right? I look around. Right. Well, before I do, do I see the stag? Uh, no, you cannot anymore. Okay. okay. Let's uh, let's head on in. Yeah, I'll head in. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so you all open up the door. It's a it's a, a heavy stone door that opens uh, out towards you all. Okay. And. Before you step in, um, you hear that voice again. It seems like it's coming uh, from deeper into into the structure. Hmm. It says, tread on the stone in the middle of the hole, and good luck will attend you. Said it was a tile pattern on the floor? Yeah, it's it's the same stone tiles, square finished, that were on the outside. Okay, it's um, very monolithic. Like it's it's similar. It's very similar on the inside. And I'd say we can try to make our way down the hall, but I would like to stay on the sort of the center row in the middle of the hall. Mm-hmm. Careful not to step any on any any row, any tiles that aren't part of the center row. Yeah. Okay. Nathaniel, you doing the same? Yeah, pretty much. Just yeah, you know, st- sticking to the center. The, the tiles yeah. don't look different, do they? Nope. nope. Okay. They all look the same. Okay. Yeah, just stick um, to the center. You know, there are some that are shadowed that you know that don't have as much light on it, but that's that's the only difference you okay. can see. 
Yeah, this is this is really kind of weird for Nathaniel because he's used to like hugging the walls and hugging the shadows. So walking <laughs> right down the center of the hall like, is ah, you get used to it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but Mateo's in front of you, so you feel somewhat safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let you go first, and yeah, he's yeah. Mateo's comfortable with that. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so Mateo, I'll say since you, since you walk in first, mm-hmm. um, Nathaniel, you notice the same thing as you enter. Um, but as you step on these stones, they sink a little bit, but not like, it's not like they're falling, but it's like, they're just registering that you're stepping on them. Do they, they click maybe? <laughs> nope, nope, no clicks, no okay. clicks, but you, you hear a, a slight grinding of stone underneath you. Um, as you step, it it kind of, um, it sinks a little bit, and, you know, as you let off, it goes back up to normal. Okay, I kind of give Nathaniel a knowing glance, and I say, watch your step. Mm. Yeah, I'll try and step on the same stones mm-hmm. that he does. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, as you enter the chamber, it is, it's very interesting. Um, the only light in here is from little vases on the wall, about six, seven, eight of them. Um, they're filled with a, a sort of magical blue smoke that that gives off light um and d- directly in front of you you see a a pedestal maybe 4 by 4 square um it's maybe you know similar 4 feet um high as well mhm and then next to it you see a a glass box. You're still a little far. It's 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 maybe hundred feet in front of you. It's still a little far far to see what's in the box. But this place is huge. Did it look this big from the outside? No. Okay. Um, you stepped into the TARDIS. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it. I was avoiding Sweet. it. I've always wanted to steal a TARDIS. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, let's see. Keep going. Keep continuing on the row of tiles that we're progressing on. Mm. And uh, just make our way up and, and head towards the coffin. Uh, glass box. Not a coffin. Not a coffin. Not a coffin. It's just, it's a square glass box. Right. Um, so as you, as you walk up to this glass box... Um, you both can see from you know from the the blue light that's filling this room you see a very familiar sight well familiar to memory i wake up ryan let's go <laughs> <laughs> um you see as described by the book a very small Model-like town. Is there a sign of activity there? Or is it just a frozen model? Just frozen. Okay. Just frozen. You mentioned the, the 
the the buildings outside were kind of cut off. Does it look like mm-hmm. the were this is the rest of the town and the, the the bottom layer was sheared away? Yes, it does. And it is what kind of container or stand is this? Is this town in like a vessel? Is this in the glass box itself? It's inside the glass box, yes. Oh. And the glass box is on a, a very short pedestal, kind of like just a you know, just coming up from the floor. It's God, leave it to the Germans to make a folk tale about a, a model train village. Okay. <laughs> so, um, um, but yeah, in in this this. Uh, this town, you see there's a, a fairly large castle. You see there are maybe 20, 30 homes, businesses, et cetera, et cetera. Does the building we're in correspond to anything in the town, or are we outside the town? Um, you can't tell. Okay. But you don't, you don't see where you are inside the, inside the box. Okay. Um, okay, then uh, let's see. Let's go ahead and... Is there anything else here aside from the box? You said there was something else in the area. Um, right next to it, uh, maybe two, three feet to the side of it, there is uh, another pedestal, four feet tall, um, four by four. Okay. Square pedestal. But there's um, nothing on it. It's just an empty pedestal. Nothing on it. Nope. Just a, just an empty pedestal, and then you know, right in front of you is a pedestal with uh, a, a smaller pedestal with the, the box on it. Okay. Mateo is going to resist the urge to shake up the town and he's <laughs> going to turn back to Nathaniel and say, Hmm, this is unusual. What do you make of this friend? No, Be- before, before that happens. Okay. Um, as you turn around to see, to, to look at Nathaniel, you see behind him on the wall, um, a glass coffin. Was it not a there before? Coffin. No, it was there. It, it, you, you. I just see it before. Didn't notice it. Okay. I um, I kind of motioned to him back towards the coffin. Okay. Because it's behind him, right? Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. It's it's back towards the door, but. The way you came in and the way the walls are, you you wouldn't have seen it. Like, you didn't look at it directly. Okay. Now, can we get to it while maintaining, while staying on our center row of tiles, or? Um, no, you cannot. Hmm. And the tiles are still doing their shifting thing when we walk, right? Yep. Absolutely. But you, it, it hasn't, nothing's registered, nothing's clicked, nothing's happened. Okay, I make my way towards the coffin while staying on the center row so that I can get a better view of it. Okay. You so you head you head back towards the door. Mm-hmm. I guess I have um, to shimmy around Nathaniel at some point. <laughs> <laughs> you just embrace him and that you spin and <laughs> stare meaningfully in his eyes and <laughs> I dip oh, him and then be, we <laughs> be careful. Be careful. Fanfic. Fanfic is gonna come out, guys. This is just fodder. This is just <laughs> this is, you're fueling I, the fire. I rolled yeah. ones when I attempted to resist his charm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too good, too good. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so you you shimmy around and you um, you head back towards the door. Uh, okay. Back on that on that center line. Um, and as you get closer, you're maybe about thirty feet from it. Okay. Um, and you see there is a woman in inside the coffin. The coffin. Okay. Just sleeping. Um, you can tell she's breathing because there is a uh, ribbon in her hair and kind of drapes across her front. You know, it it, it comes around and, and it's it's moving as she breathes. How and, so, and how far can we get to the coffin from where we are now? From where you are, it's about thirty feet. Thirty feet. Okay. Nathaniel? I mean, you would you would have to go off of that that center line, but right? Right. Yeah, you you can get you can get right up to it. It's just kind of leaning against the wall. So correct me if I'm wrong, but most of the local magic is the hexen work, isn't it? Do you? Do you know of anything that would cause this something like this using using potions? <laughs> it looks back and he's like, it's, this is not alchemy. <laughs> this is not that. <laughs> this is not this is not my field. Yeah. <laughs> Nor is, is it no up close accident. stage magic. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Um I say no, no, this is uh, very unfamiliar. I, I'm never seen anything like this before what kind of magic could cause this i'm not even familiar with anything like it it's powerful whatever it is <sighs> so the four foot pedestal back at the glass box can uh-huh. we reach that from our center row yeah it's it's right up in the middle oh okay so the it's like you know this center row on one side like right up against the center row is the, the the glass box. Oh, okay. And on the other side is the pedestal. They're in the they're in the center of the room. Okay. Um, I'm, because I can't get to the glass coffin without going any closer, I'm going to head back. I think and investigate that pedestal some more. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You walk back over, and it is a stone pedestal. Um. um as you kind of look around the room and investigate, you can see in the ceiling there is a hole that is about the same size. Just a square cut out in the ceiling right above the uh, the pedestal. Nathaniel, is there anything you want to try before I stand on this pedestal? Uh... I got no ideas. You got. You're the scientist. Let's go for it. Okay. Well, something tells me we should step on this thing together. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, true friendship. (laughs) Well, once again, he shrugs. Looks at Nathaniel, or looks at uh, Mateo, and says, goes for it. All right. <laughs> With the Walk dip over. too much. Yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, so, so you guys step up on the pedestal together? Mm-hmm. All right. You guys step up on the pedestal. 
and you are about four feet higher than you were before. Okay, look straight up the hole in the in the ceiling. Can we see anything from this vantage point that we couldn't see from before? Um, you see a similar blue light kind of coming from that area, from up in there, but it's not you. You don't directly see it. How tall is the ceiling in this room? Um, vaulted. So maybe I can vault twenty feet, eight feet. fifty feet, <laughs> <laughs> maybe eight feet. Okay. Hmm. Eight feet, and we're four. We're four feet up on the pedestal, or was the the four the pedestal? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, you're four feet. You're four feet off of the ground. Yeah. And the ceiling's eight feet, so we're like oh, a wait, foot no. into the hole at the ceiling. Uh, nope. It's about ten feet. There we go. Okay. I mean, you're not. You're not through the hole yet. No, okay. Definitely. So, but but okay. I'm pretty close. So like pretty close. Yeah. If, definitely. If Nathaniel okay, were I, to, if I yep. if I you know. Link my fingers and give him a leg, a foot up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I you, can climb you up can there. Definitely lift him up in okay. there. Yeah. Okay, let's do that. Definitely do that. Cool. Awesome. So, you do you just want to grab the lip and look up, or do you want to jump up in there? Is there a lip to... or is it a shaft? It's a. I mean, it's like if there's a lip and I can grab and pull myself up, I do that. If it's like yeah, a long shaft that I have to further ascend, I can oh, work no, no, something no. out. It's, it's a, it's a lip. It's okay. definitely a lip. Then yeah. It, like it looks like it goes into a attic style room. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. So you, you totally you, you, kinda, you pull yourself up in there mm-hmm. and, um, you see two more, um, of those similar blue smoke vases. Okay. On the walls and nothing else. Okay. This room is, is maybe, you know, you know, it's an, it's another normal room. It's maybe, oh, six by six. It's, it's very small. It's like an attic. Before I investigate too much more, I, I lean down to Nathaniel and I say, it doesn't look like there's anything here. Do you want to come up? I offer my hand in case he wants to check it out with me. Why don't you explore it? And I'll keep an eye on what's down here just in case. I love it because your voice at that moment was further away and it made me think that yeah. you were like down a hole. That was actually great. Yeah, okay. was, yeah. That was actually really cool. That was slick. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's, what <laughs> That's what you were going for. Brilliant. I Beautiful. Love it. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So then I'm going to check out this little attic. Awesome. Yeah. Is. There's um, two, two gluey, glowy blue things. Hey, yep. actually, if I can get, since I'm not constrained to walking on the center tile line anymore, can I get up to the glue blowy things? Yeah, no, absolutely. You can walk over to them. Do they detach? Um, they do. Ha, <laughs> I'm taking this with me. Okay, I grab one of those puppies. Okay, absolutely. And it's still glowing uh, in blue like a torch, right? Yeah. I'm, it's it's not fire-like. It's mm-hmm. like a bright blue smoke. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm I'm very well familiar with for light without heat. I just want to find out how it does this and see if I can reproduce it with alchemy. So, but Fair enough. that's for later. So that's for later. Mm-hmm. So I grab it and I look around. Uh, I use it to kind of check out the rest of the room. Is there yeah. anything in here aside from just six by six of empty storage? Um, no, absolutely nothing there. There are, you know, those, those two, uh, now one vase on the wall. Okay. Um, and, you know, it's just a, you know, there the the walls and the floors are are tiles similar to to blow. Hmm. 
how similar but below. They don't, they don't react like the ones down below do. Okay, that's that's what I was wondering. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, so there's nothing on the walls. Are they adorned in any way? The ceiling's empty, blank? Absolutely nothing. Okay. Um, the ceiling itself, is it stone or is it some sort of uh, like a, it's a little a more, more natural building thing? So like thatch or something like that? No, it's a little more natural because uh, this was kind of in the side of, of a, a, a natural, uh, you know, stone hill. Okay. Gotcha. So it's it's more of a, a natural uncarved stone. Like okay, I gotcha. Goes goes up a little ways. Um like you can't you can't reach the ceiling. Okay. Uh but I can see up in the ceiling, right? There's nothing uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It's just it's just unfinished and and uh you know, natural. No no tiles. The tiles stop about maybe six feet up. Okay. I I feel around for the tiles and check them to see if anything moves, clicks whatever and then after i do that examination i think i guess i'm coming back down okay yeah definitely um so no 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 reactions no nothing um okay just cold stone tiles sounds good okay well i back down yeah there's nothing here perfect awesome so you you jump back down yeah i say do you Um, want one of these sweet blue lights like i've got one up here if you want one sure why not okay i grabbed the other one too Absolutely. Cool. So you've got two two vases of glowing blue smoke. Yes. I share I share the love when I get back down. Okay. Absolutely. Um so yeah, yeah, you jump down. And um So nothing happened these, downstairs, I assume. Nope, nothing happened downstairs. Um you you take a, a look around again, just you know sure. making sure. Um you see at the other end of the hall, other end of the room, um, so you know, opposite the door mm-hmm. is um, there's like a table, a small bookcase, just basic things. Okay. Um, if you wanted to look, you would you would find you know parchment, quills. I'm sorry, a that, few books. That's in the bigger room down below. There's there's other uh-huh. stuff in there too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. Because as of right now, all you've gone is from the door to the center and then back to the door to go and see the uh, the coffin. Okay. So there's, But there's other things around that we just can't get to them because they're not on the center line. Correct. Okay. I say, well, uh, what now? Do you want to try stepping off the center or keep checking what we can find from here? Um... Yeah, I'm actually going to take a tentative step towards the uh, towards the table and books. Towards the table and books. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so you you head that way. The floor reacts similarly. Mm-hmm. Um, you hear that slight grinding that it it's made ever since you walked in here. Yeah. Um, and you walk up to the table. Okay. Um, kind of look through, see if there's any like theme to the books. Um. um it is heavily arcane related. Okay. Um, makes sense, I guess, but uh, probably not stuff I understand too much about. So, nope. I, from my spot on the center line, I uh, I asked Nathaniel uh, if he can grab me some light reading when he comes back. <laughs> sure, I'll you know grab a book and. Uh, Bring it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. 
What do you make of this? Yeah. Um, I take a look. Is this any kind of uh, magic that I'm familiar with? Uh, it is not. Okay. Uh, what not. language is it written in? It is written in Ison. So there's it's, but it's not hex magic. I can tell that. You can tell that. Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah. I toss it in my bag. Could cool. Be, could yeah. be useful later. Absolutely. Keep that. Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> Add to your inventory. <laughs> no, definitely. We collect strange um, books, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do. We collect a lot of them. <laughs> but yeah, so um, you get back to uh, to the center, back where the uh, where the other things are. What do you want to do? Um, yeah, I guess if we can walk around and check things out, let's, uh, do you want to go check out the glass coffin in greater? Sure. I'll walk over towards the coffin. Okay. And and I'm going to come, I'm going to come with, I, I'll, I'll risk the bad fortune as well. (laughs) You risk the bad fortune. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So you, you go ahead and do you both walk up there? Sure. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I I was just. Just uh, trying to see who to speak to about okay. this uh, this description. Okay. But yeah, as you walk up, you you um you get a little more specific features from from this woman. Um, long blonde hair, uh, tied at the end with a ribbon. Very slender. Um, but it doesn't seem like she's malnourished. She doesn't seem like I mean she seems healthy. Um, as you stand there for a moment, you, um, you see and you hear her gasp and open her eyes. Hmm. Oh, Um, are you all right? Um, yeah, yes. Um, she seems to be early twenties. Do you need help young. getting out of that box? Um, it it would seem so. Okay. Um, she looks down at the uh, at the the side of the the coffin there, and um, what was that? What what did you uh, what did you send my way here? What are you rolling for, Steve? I'm not rolling for anything. Hmm. Well, oh, did it did it click something? I'm trying to figure no. out where to put inventory on my character sheet. So if it was rolling, I apologize. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I was like, I heard a couple things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. I see what's going on. Sorry. No, my my mistake. That's yeah, unintentional. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. I was just like, what are you rolling for? <laughs> um, <laughs> Pull out my sword. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, you look at the the side of the coffin, and there is a um, there's a locking mechanism. It it doesn't seem to be locked, but it's like a okay. uh, uh, you know hinge on one side. Okay, yeah, or... I'll pop it open and and lift the lid. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. Um, she kind of steps down from the you know from the the interior of the coffin. Words today are difficult. Um, <laughs> um, and she she kind of, you, you see her stretch a little bit and um, and kind of breathe in 
you know, natural air for the first time in a while, it seems like. Can you tell us what happened here? Oh, um, yes, absolutely. You mind if we we take a seat? Of course. Uh, She points over to one of the sides of the room and and, uh, there's a small, you know, looks like a small dining table and and a few chairs there. Okay. Yeah. Follow her there. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. She she leads the way and and uh, she sits down. She she's, you can tell she's kind of um. She's trying to, react. She's trying to get used to, not being in that coffin, anymore. Uh, how long have you been in there? Um. I believe quite a while. Years, at least. Is she speaking in Eisen? Nope, she's speaking in Old Dan. Okay. Uh, I say, uh, can you tell us anything about this place? Do you know about your own circumstances? Um. Yes, yes. Um. You can't hear my story. I don't mean story. But uh, might give you some sort of idea. Of, uh, of what I've been through. Anything you could tell us would be helpful. Mm. Well, I am the daughter of a wealthy nobleman. My parents died when I was very young, and they left me to the care of my eldest brother. We loved each other so much. You can see her, her face is getting uh, quite somber. You know, remembering her brother. Um, our tastes and our interests were, were so much alike. We decided to spend our, our entire lives together. Mateo shifts uncomfortably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, our friends and neighbors paid us frequent visits. And, and we kept an open house for everyone. Was this before the war, or or after uh, it? After. Hmm. Um, the, the the town was our family. Um, you get the idea that she lived in the castle. There was a castle in the little town model. Not a large castle, but I mean, still a castle. Um, and one evening, a, uh, stranger rode up, up to the castle and asked for hospitality. And he, he couldn't reach the nearest town that night, other than ours. And we granted his, his request and, and, uh, with courtesy during supper, he, entertained us with the most agreeable conversation, mingled with amusing anecdotes. My brother took such such a fancy to him that he pressed him to spend a couple of days with us, which, after a little hesitation, the stranger consented to do. We rose late from the table, and while my brother was showing our guest to his room, I hurried to mine. I was very tired, and I 
wanted to go to bed. I'd hardly dropped off to sleep when I was roused by the sound of some soft and charming music. I wondered where it came from, and I called to, to my maid who slept in the room next to mine, when to my surprise I felt as if some heavy weight on my chest had taken all power from me, and I lay there unable to utter the slightest sound. Meanwhile, by the light of the night lamp, I saw the stranger enter my room. The, though the double doors were securely locked, he drew near and told me that through the power of his magic arts, he had caused the soft music to waken me, and had made his way through the bolts and the bars to offer his hand and his heart. I stay laying there, unable to move, unable to speak. I spent the night in great agitation, and soon after he left. As soon as I woke, I jumped up and hurried to tell my brother what had happened, but he had left his room, and his servant told me that he had gone at daybreak to hunt with the stranger. My mind misgave me. I dressed in all haste and had my palfrey saddled, and I rode at full gallop towards the forest attended by one servant only. I pushed on without pausing, and ere long I saw the stranger coming towards me and leading a fine stag. I asked him where he had left my brother and how he had got the stag, whose great eyes were overflowing with tears. Instead of answering, he began to laugh, and I flew into such a rage, I drew a pistol, and I fired at him. But the bullet rebounded off of his chest, and stuck in my horse. I fell to the ground, and the stranger muttered these words. No, when I, when I came to, I was laying in that coffin, in this what seems to be a vault. The magician appeared again and told me that he had transformed my brother into the stag, had reduced our castle and its defenses to miniature and locked them up in a glass box. And after turning all of our household into different vapors, he had banished them into glass faces. If I would only yield to his wishes, he could easily open these vessels, and then all would resume their former shapes. I didn't say a word, and he vanished. <laughs> 
leaving me in my prison, where a deep sleep fell upon me. It was not until now, when you all had awoken me, when I had been asleep. So you do not aware this uh, this magician came from or or is now. I have no idea. Um, I'm going to take the uh, little blue smoky light thing that uh, Mateo gave me, and, and does it open? Can I open it? Mm, it's it's open at the top. Okay, but it's just confined. You know, the the smoke is staying in the the vase regardless of their being a top or not. It's oh, not okay. actually leaving, yeah. Hmm. Um, we could try to break the vase. Say, I, say, uh, I say, so it sounds like uh, uh, the, the townspeople and your, your staff are, are in these, these vases around the room? Um, it seems to be, yes. Okay, well, let's try to break one then. I'll I'll, just, I'll break you're gonna, mine. You're just going to resort straight to breaking it. Well, it's she said if the if they're released, then they'll resume their original forms. Are are the vases open? Like they are open. They are open. They're so there's nothing open at the top. There's nothing. Yeah. Can can I pour it out if I turn it upside down and kind of shake it, or do the ketchup bottle thing on the back? <laughs> the ketchup bottle. Is- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you tip it over, and the blue smoke pours out. Okay. As the smoke pours out, it hits the ground, and it, it very gently you know, cascades across the floor. Um, nothing happens for a moment, but after a few seconds, um, in several different spots... It starts to swirl and, um, and, and rise. And as it does, a second later appears several figures, people. Oh, a bunch. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are, um, are they, are they conscious or breathing or are they dead? No, they, they breathe. They sigh. They some of them yell. Um, I will do the same thing with the, the blue lantern and just tip the smoke out if I can. And Absolutely. And uh, uh, similar thing happens. Proceed to the uh, any other bases. Yeah. You know. Let's, let's make the rounds and start. I start emptying yeah. these out. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So as you do it, um, a few people need to you know, vacate. This is an entire town's worth of people. Sure. Okay. Yeah, sure. They're um, probably curious as to what's going on and I'm yeah, right absolutely. there with it. So yeah, absolutely. Um, as you all do this, you, you notice, um, uh, Ellie, she heads over to, um, to the desk that, that Nathaniel, you went over to before. Yeah. And she she started flipping through some books. She started looking at some papers, um, just kind of as this all is happening. Point point this out to Mateo and say, 
Picture she might not need the the one that you have. Mm, yeah, I head back over and and see and I ask her uh, what she's looking for. I say, are these your books? Is this your home? Uh, no, this isn't mine. This was his. You you can tell she kind of cringes as she says that. Um, but I, while I was in there, I could still hear everything. Did you mm. hear anything? About his plans or where he's going to be? I heard something about the box, about the town. What did he say? I'm just trying to trying to piece it all together. Um I I would only hear a few words. Like box, pedestal. Let's release was one of them. Let's uh hmm, that might be enough. Let's go uh, put the box on the pedestal. Fair enough. We, we may need a little help. Mm. It is a Maybe whole town. Can... Yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, uh, I motioned to Nathaniel. If only you had a very strong friend. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be helped. He's, he's, he's gone now. Yeah. <laughs> he's too far gone. We'll never see him again. <laughs> you know what they oh. say. You can't, get, you can't quit DeKreutzer. um but yeah you you get a couple people there are a few um townsfolk that help you okay um and you all lift this um this glass box very very large glass box lift with your knees everyone (laughs) lift with your back (laughs) no not your back not your back the knee (laughs) (laughs) but um trying to ding the town (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, you you lift it up and and together you all set it on um on the pedestal. Okay. Hmm. Um as soon as you do that this this pedestal um you kind of hear a uh, a, a familiar grinding like you did um with the the stone tiles. Okay. And you you hear it and you see it kind of recess down a little bit into the floor and then it slowly raises up. Okay. And goes up into the ceiling. Into that, that hole in the ceiling. That's good news. I'm glad we got the jars out of there before it sealed them off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... After after a few more moments, you start to feel this presence. Um, this very, very magical, heavy magical presence. Kind of on your shoulders and across your chest, just kind of filling the room. Um, above... <clears throat> You can see through, um, you know, through the seams in, uh, you know, in where this pedestal went into the ceiling, um, uh, another, a, a very familiar blue light, similar to the light that was coming from the faces. Um, okay. At that, at that moment, you also feel the ground rumble underneath your feet. 
uh, almost like an earthquake, not not so strong. Hmm. Um, but after after a minute or so, the it subsides, and you hear a few people um, that were outside. You know, a few people outside of the the structure, outside of the chamber. You hear gasps and and cheering and things like that. Uh, head outside. Absolutely. Um, you see around you a town. Hmm. Huh. Not like directly around you, but like in the very close distance. You know okay. where those ruins were. Um, where trees were before, they're not. Um, it's like this forest has has opened up slightly. Nudge Nathaniel, the local duke will be happy. He's got more taxes. Looks that way. <laughs> oh, but yeah, people people start running towards the uh, towards the town, and um, and shortly after after um, after the people leave the chamber and, and leave the exterior. Um, Ella walks out and um, and she sees her brother. Is he still a stag? Oh. He's not. Oh, how nice. How nice. He's a real boy again. <laughs> so glad we didn't eat him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I uh, knew you would have. Um, <laughs> God only knows but what yeah. I've been eating lately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, glad De Kreutzer right. didn't get their hands on him. <laughs> yeah, right. Um. So yeah, um, she she runs over to him, crying. He's crying. They they hug. They walk over to you all, and uh, and she thanks you very much for for what you've done, for how you've helped. It was our pleasure, ma'am. The least we could do. Well, glad it worked out for um, you. One, one more thing. Yes. I don't. I don't have any any details, but I. I know the magician is still out there. Well, uh. My name is Matteo da Capa, and tell him to come find me when he wants his books back. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go steal all this stuff after this is over, so, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, she gives you a, a brief description of, of, you know, what he was wearing when, when she did okay. see him last. Okay. Um, you know, he was a, a, a tall, slender man. Um. He wore a, a blue cloak. Um, he seemed to, to be a little older, maybe close to his 50s. Um, you know, short, salt and pepper hair. Um, stubble, five o'clock shadow. And. Um, Doesn't match yeah. the descriptions of anybody I know, right? Not that you know of, no. Okay. Do you have a lot of magician friends? 
<laughs> Not actual ones. <laughs> but see, see, alchemy is a science, not magic. I am of the opinion that science is better mm. than magic. Yes. It's so he can bring his magic if he wants. Science fears nothing. <laughs> Fair enough. But yes, she thanks you again. Um, she offers to pay you for uh, for what you've done. Oh, that's quite all right. I'm sure you're strange magician friend will have plenty of <laughs> uh recompense for us <laughs> she she chuckles and and um with her brother in her arms they uh, they walk back to the castle okay were we we weren't in the castle the castle is a separate building that was also shrunk okay correct okay great yeah the castle the castle was present in the the model okay okay beautiful um yeah, before we leave, I want to grab, I won't say everything of value, because I don't want to be like that guy who's <laughs> lugging a flea market across Eisen. But I definitely... <laughs> but you are. Yeah. But you are. I want to head back <laughs> in there. I'm going to grab a few of those books. Anything that looks old and creepy and could possibly give us a clue as to what who this guy is. Um, also, right, anything no, that's handwritten. Um, check desks. I want like you know notes or letters, anything like that. You said there were quills, so clearly the guy's a writer. Yep, um, yep. Anything that like identifies him, if I can get a name or something like that, that'd be great. Absolutely. Um, you you kind of take all of that stuff. Um, you don't have any. You don't see any names. Nothing signed. Nothing's um, addressed or anything. Okay. Uh, it just seems like a lot of a lot of handwritten notes. Um, different magicy things. Magicy things. Okay. Like like actual arcane magic, not like yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Not the stuff you do. Okay. Um, yeah, I want to see if I can find, yeah, anything that's got, that might have like, you know, hidden information or something like that in it. Also, um, you know, this guy's obviously a powerful magician and have valuable loot. So if he's got anything that looks, uh, shiny, shimmery, jewel-like, anything like that. You take it all. Yeah. You take the room. Perfect. Um, I'm assuming that Daniel helps you with this and of course. Yeah, and and he's. I'm not. I'm not doing this to to necessarily just to sell it. So if it's anything Nathaniel sees that he wants, he's welcome to it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Part of it is this could also be information that we could use later. So sharing <laughs> is caring. Mm-hmm. There you go. But definitely, um, yeah. You all you all pack up your new things. You go and grab your yeah. horses. Um, and you head back towards. Uh, okay. Towards the road. Hmm. Okay, we sounds great. Out something to do tomorrow before but I we think... can get back to Ryan. We still got a whole another day to fill. Yeah, you're right. We could we could hang out. I've never been to a miniature town before. We could get Maybe miniature. Go find drunk. another another miniature town somewhere. <laughs> yeah, there's the other town's a huge one. We got to shrink <laughs> it back down to regular size. <laughs> oh, <laughs> many many <laughs> enigmas. <laughs> But yes, I believe we will uh, we will stop there at the uh, the end of this story here. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining me once again. It oh, has yes. been a blast. It's been a pleasure. And that's it for this episode of Tabletop Radio Hour. Like always, you can find this episode on SoundCloud.com slash Tabletop Radio Hour and on iTunes. You can find us on Twitter at TabletopCast if you have any questions or comments. We also have an email address that is TabletopRadioHour at Yahoo.com. Our website, 
tabletopradiohour.wordpress.com. You can find information about our Patreon page on our website. I want to thank you all for listening, and keep rolling 20s.